0: thought it would be interesting to talk maybe about something you brought up a few days ago about dragons and especially that dragons are kind of more mysterious than they seem because explain to me why exactly you found dragons an interesting topic
1: Mm, because i thought like in every culture with eastern and western they all use dragon for symbol Most, yeah. and we often can see like in eastern country people feel dragon is means empire or king
0: mm-hmm. and what do you think it means in our cultures
1: in western people think devil
0: yeah, usually it's seen as the devil, right? So there's like yeah, 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 yeah. So I understand because like for a person born and raised in an Asian culture, it's kind of weird because on the one hand, in your culture, Asian, like in Asian cultures, dragon is seen as you say as a symbol of the emperor, right? As also like a good animal, as something mm. mysterious but still powerful, but powerful in a good way, not evil while mm-hmm. in your right in more western cultures the yeah. dragon is usually seen as an embodiment of evil as if it's the devil really so the dragon and the devil are usually used as in between right like as a mix of mm-hmm. the two it's kind of like a synonym yeah. almost
1: yeah mm-hmm.
0: and yeah it's interesting why that big difference is there And I don't know, do you have like a a guess why that would be maybe?
1: Mm. Guess why?
0: Yeah, like why do you feel maybe in Asia dragons are seen more positively?
1: Mm. Oh, it's about history, right? Well, it could be, right? It could be a little bit Uh. that.
0: In your cultures, maybe the history was a little bit more positive in that way about dragons. Like for thousands of years, dragons have not been seen as something evil or something like that. Mm-hmm. While in Western culture, that was kind of the reason that it's for thousands of years, dragons are kind of seen as kind of like, ooh, we've got to watch out about this animal, mm-hmm. really. But um, yeah, it, it, there's a bit of a difference there. So I think it would be. it's it's actually worthy to check why those things are kind of like seen as more special or something. Um, Because in, for example, um, in Asia, you you have this idea that the dragon is seen as a symbol of the emperor, right?
1: And king.
0: Yes. And you will always see it on their, Uniform, uh, not their uniform, but their ceremonial dress. You will see like mm. the symbol of the dragon and even dragon above them. Uh the dragon on the Qing dynasty flag, right? Like the Qing yeah. dynasty, they have like a dragon on the flag. So it is usually a symbol that only the emperor can use. It's not something that anybody can use in Chinese mm. culture, right? Like the dragon yeah. is usually only for the leader and not just for anybody. And in that way, we can already see that dragons have the are basically the symbol for the ruler in a way, the one who is supposed to rule.
1: rule now, and it connect to God. Yes, people that, who connect to God.
0: Yes, who connect by basically to the highest power, basically. And mm-hmm. it, then, why would, for example, in Western culture? It'd be the opposite, right? If, it, if a ruler were to identify himself with a dragon in Western culture, everybody would consider him an evil person, really. Everybody would consider him suspicious, even, as a demon. Oh. And that is actually interesting why that happened. And I kind of think I have an explanation as to why that would be. Um, and it actually is has to do with the history of how um, cultures have developed in not just Western Europe, but also in like the Middle East. So, if we think about like dragons in ancient cultures, like for example, like in ancient Egypt or in ancient Babylon, then. Those cultures actually didn't think of dragons as evil, necessarily. Mm. Like in ancient Egypt, for example, if you look at the crown the pharaoh used to wear on top of his crown, Mm -hmm. you can even see a serpent on there. And you can even see that the snake is shown as a symbol of the king, really. So snake and king go together in ancient Egypt, just like how it was in China. and. So in that way, the snake and the dragon uh, are kind of the same, because if you look at the ancient word for uh, dragon in Latin, which is the ancient language of Rome, really, um, then you see that dragon basically just means huge snake. That's really what dragon means in ancient Mm. Latin. And it comes from an ancient Greek word. And in ancient Greek, dragon also means huge snake. So basically, a dragon is just a huge snake. Now, if Mm. we look at what snakes mean to ancient people, it usually means wisdom in Mm. their culture. It's really interesting because when I think about snakes, I don't think about wise animal right like i will not look at a snake in the forest and think wow this is a smart animal i can think of many animals that are smart so i wouldn't think of a snake as especially more smart than other animals so what does that really have to do with anything well it actually is a little more of a it requires a little more of a deeper analysis i think for example um I, I will, like, if you think about the sky, right, the night sky, what do you think mm-hmm. it does, the night sky?
1: You mean night sky?
0: The night sky, like at night, oh, what does it do? At night.
1: night. with dark, with universe.
0: It's the stars you can see, right? So yeah, That's stars. basically what it is, yeah, so you see the stars. And what happens is, if you were to sit still during the entire night, you would see the stars come and go, right? They would go all over you, right? So you would see the stars move. Now, the ancient people, when they did the same as we do thousands of years ago, they would also see the same thing. They would see Mm -hmm. stars move over their heads from Mm -hmm. east to west, basically. And That movement, they saw like a movement as if it was a snake, basically. Wow. So it's as if around our world is a snake that moves around us in a way like a snake would basically move oh. around its prey.
1: Because it's based on movement, so they feel yes. it's snake, it's king.
0: Yes, so they feel the stars are basically moving around like a snake. That is why usually the symbol for the universe in something like alchemy in western culture is shown to be a snake because the universe wow. moves like a snake
1: <gasps> so yes. actually it's about movement it's not about dragon and those animals right
0: no it's not necessarily about a dragon a snake what does it do no it's about the movement it makes and there is only one animal in nature that moves a little bit like that, it doesn't have legs, right? A snake doesn't have legs. So it doesn't step around. It moves basically on its own. And the universe moves also on its own. So, And Carl Jung, uh, the 20th century uh, psychoanalyst, basically, he was a student of Freud. And he kind of looked at the world as if, as an unconsciousness would look at the world not a consciousness but an unconsciousness so that means a consciousness that looks in the world in terms of images right like when you dream yes. you dream in images you don't necessarily yes. dream in words you might hear a few words but what is really the most important part of your dream are the pictures you see right it's yes. not the words necessarily the words and usually the words in your dream will have a different meaning than when you hear them in real life. They will have a mysterious element to it. So Mm -hmm. Carl Jung, he looked at the world in terms of pictures, like what do the pictures mean? And for him, a snake is not just a snake, Uh, an animal that goes out to hunt, that has poison and all these things, and when it bites, you need to be careful. No, he was more interested in how would an ancient person look at a snake? And a snake, for example, what does it do? Well, it loses its skin, right? It loses mm, its skin, yes. so that so and it, 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 it grows looks up, yeah. And it always leaves behind, like a corpse almost, but it's still alive, just like the universe. The mm. universe always change, but it never goes away, just like mm. a snake. Basically, it moves around like a snake, basically, without having any legs or wings or any of those things. It just moves around. So a huge snake the universe basically is the dragon. So the dragon is the universe and the universe is the dragon for the ancient person. That's why it's the highest animal of all of them, basically. Now, why this is the interesting question. So of course, somebody who is king in ancient cultures like in Asia or in Egypt has to have the snake on his side, right? Or has to have Mm. the dragon on his side. Now, why would the dragon become evil in Christian culture, right? Yes. This is really interesting. Well, it has to do with how Christians look at the world. The Christians mm-hmm. look at the world that we are in as evil, basically. So they kind of oh, see human the human are evil. Well, not necessarily that the human are evil, but that our world itself is a bad place. The material mm-hmm. universe is a bad place. Uh, And so one of the things they feel, those Christians, is that the real world is the spiritual world. So they don't believe that the world we are in, the material world we are in, is good. So the leader of this material world, the dragon, is bad. So basically when Christians are fighting against the dragon, killing the dragon, even in their stories, they are basically killing this world in a way. And they consider Mm -hmm. this world to be the enemy in a way. And everything that is this world is basically a limitation of our spiritual being. So for Christians, the real world is the spiritual world. And whatever is going on here is not as important so that's why they have a problem with the dragon. And they also, one of the main reasons I really believe that they killed the dragon in their stories and in their popular legends and fairy tales after mm-hmm. Christianity became powerful. The reason they killed the dragon is because the dragon was the most important symbol of the cultures that came before. So basically, Christianity is replacing. Those ah. ancient cultures, so they are killing that the old, symbol from
1: before. Yeah. In a way. Ah. So make them become enemy or
0: yes. Devil.
1: Yeah, that's really it.
0: You can kind of see that with like how um, when one country destroy another country or occupy another country, they will use the flag or the symbols of the country they conquer. As symbols of
1: evil. Oh, yes. destroy them.
0: Yeah, and destroy those symbols, right? Like, for example, uh, the Nazis, they used the swastika, right? Like, they used uh, that symbol. uh, Yeah, that basically people have been using for thousands of years. But now it is considered to be a symbol of evil, right? Of racism, of oppression, all those bad things. that bad energy that we feel in our world, we will immediately see when we look at that symbol, at least for Westerners, right? Like when they see that symbol, they think of bad things. They don't think of good things. Mm, But I
1: see many people feel dragons kind of cool in in Western culture, I feel.
0: Well, that is interesting what happened. And I think that has come only recently. Uh, it is Ah. really because they want to kind of resist That Christian culture from before uh, because it is weakening again. So what they are trying to do is they try and pick up that dark symbol from before and use it again in a positive way. But that Mm. is something you see in Western...
1: 666, right? Yeah, Yeah. exactly.
0: Yeah, that's a lot of Western guys and girls. They will, for example, like in their nickname... Use 666 or something like that, or their email address will be 666 because they feel it is cool. Why is it cool? Well, it was cool because before it was forbidden, and now yeah. it is allowed again, so they kind of feel like, Well, everything that's forbidden, I want to try out. Basically, mm. it is very typical for humans to always try out that which is forbidden, right? Yes,
1: yes, it's, so it's culture. And
0: also I do think that even in Asia, the dragon, even though it is not forbidden, it is still a cool animal because it is a powerful animal. And
1: traditional or respect. People think about dragon will think like that. Yeah. Empire, traditional respect.
0: Yes. So they will yeah. So they will kind of consider. It is a symbol of power, really, the dragon. Yeah. And ironically, now in Western culture, the dragon is again a symbol of power, but it is a symbol of power against the Christian culture, basically, from before. Mm-hmm. It is like, I pick up this ancient symbol again, and I'm not afraid to use it again anymore. Oh, yes. That's really why. And mm-hmm. so, but what I really feel, the main thing is going on here is that in, for example... If we really think about it, that dragons are just big snakes, really. If a dragon is just a big snake, then that really explains a lot about the symbol, right? That we mm-hmm. don't need to think of dragons as different than snakes. I, I mean, a dragon then is just the king of snakes, really, the biggest snake, in a sense. So and- with
1: legs and wings.
0: Yeah, basically. And so, but it flies, right? Like the dragon flies mysteriously in Chinese culture. It doesn't even need like wings necessarily to fly. It just like, and also what is very interesting too is that um, in ancient Greece, the dragon was called a sea snake, really. A
1: sea snake.
0: Yeah, which is also what in, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but I think I'm right in ancient china dragons were also considered water animal right
1: uh, yes and, yeah yeah and yeah.
0: they're always like considered to live in like lake or something like that lake or in in the ocean right like they're always hmm. considered to live there
1: well but the sky, people feel it's like on the sky fly in the sky yeah
0: yeah so it's kind of like considered to be both like like sky yeah. and ocean. everywhere i feel yeah. and they want you, to
1: show It's everywhere dragon everywhere
0: so it basically means that the dragon is basically the universe again that's really what it means the dragon is basically the face of the material universe that is really Mm -hmm. what it is so usually what you will see in ancient stories is that the dragon will always be shown together with like the mother goddess like mother earth she will always be shown together or maybe even a mix of the two. So the mother earth and the dragon will always be shown almost together or separate, but important in with yeah. each other, the, in the role they play with each other, really. So yeah. that really means that the dragon really is this mother earth figure, too. So it's not just yeah. uh, not just a little a part of the earth. It is the universe, the dragon. Yeah, dragon.
1: universe. That's why Chinese, they feel they are long the like next generation of dragon. Yes.
0: That is very interesting, but that's actually, you know, every people on Earth always say that. That's yeah, really funny.
1: so it's I feel it's so cool. Like even Westerner in ancient time and Asian, they feel the same in their yeah. mind, even they don't contact with each other yeah at yeah that
0: time. yeah so they all feel they are the original people right that's always yeah. how it goes yeah. yeah i kind of think that's because they don't contact other people so they think well we are the <laughs> only ones right so we yeah. are the only ones probably around so it's we must the be Earth. the first yeah so we must be the first right and yeah
1: but actually kind we of, have same idea like ancient yeah. time we all have same idea.
0: yes always the idea that we came first. So I kind of think like when Chinese say, oh, we are the first, we came after dragon. Well, that kind of really makes sense because every people kind of think that about themselves that they are the first really. (laughs) And so actually Jewish people kind of think that too, right? Like in their story, God picked them, right? And (laughs) in Chinese culture, it's the dragon who picked them as the first. So it's all over the world you hear that. Yeah, but... So, in a sense when a Chinese emperor is wearing a dragon on his dress it yeah, really I mean, means that he is the he is the one who can lead the world basically
1: yeah even on the in like like house or something everywhere yes. temple, everywhere you can see. yeah
0: it because it is the world really that is what the dragon is by the way the dragon in his hand you should pay attention to this, it's very I- interesting, it has always like a round object in its claw. Have you oh. noticed that? Like, even yes, a, in the Qing Dynasty flag, yes. it has like a round object. That's the world, really. That wow. round object is the world. The dragon yeah, holds the it. world. Is world. The, yes, 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 yes. God, yeah. So, mm. what it really means, what actually Carl Jung also says, and this is really interesting, is he believes that. The stars are the dragon, and the dragon are the stars. The universe are the stars, and the universe is therefore the dragon. So they're all one thing. He smashes them all together, and they're all one. One face, one many face of one entity, really. That is really what it is. So when you are looking at the stars, you are basically looking at the body of the dragon, really. That is what it is. And so that's really what what is being said here. And the stars are basically the big ocean, too. So the endless ocean is the endless universe, basically. That is also Mm -hmm. what is being said. That is what- Endless ocean. Yes, endless ocean. That is also why in, for example, like in India, the snake are also seen as animal of wisdom. So for example, you have in India, like the Naga, they are called. And the Naga, they are animal. Uh, they are animals who live on the bottom of lakes. And usually mm. they are also like snakes. They're, so they're snake people. And the snake okay. people in ancient India, they come out of the water and they give human wisdom, basically.
1: Okay. That is really their purpose. Are they real? Uh,
0: some people believe they are real. Some people <laughs> believe there is a real snake people living on the bottom of lakes. And that they sometimes come out. And they will teach humans something. But they have their own interests. So they're not always nice. Sometimes they are bad. Sometimes they are good. It kind of depends on the situation, really. Yeah, they might alien or
1: something, right?
0: They might be. They might be. There might be some part of it that has to do with aliens. There might be a part of it that has to do with something else, really. But it's interesting that all over the world, you will see that lakes, ocean, rivers are always seen as like snake. Uh, Mm -hmm. As, as, as place where snakes live or where Mm -hmm. snake people live who will give you wisdom or something like that, because technically the knowledge, this is also important. Why wisdom, right? Like why is snake not just power, but wisdom? Because the wisdom of the stars allows you to control the earth. Basically. It's basically Mm -hmm. an idea of astrology in a sense. So if you know how the stars are going to be next year or next month or anything like that basically in astrology it allows you to have power over the world basically so astrology is science and the snakes usually teach science in a way that is why in ancient christianity they believe that the snake gave too much knowledge to the first humans and Mm. that is why everything go wrong basically so that's that's that whole idea there
1: they don't like situations
0: well, yeah, that is kind of like in Christianity, like a big problem, right? That that humans are not meant. So this is kind of like interesting. Here we see the religious difference, right? Like I remember hmm. a few days ago, you told me that you kind of feel that every culture kind of is telling the same story, right?
1: Yes, every even religious sometimes, I feel.
0: Yeah, that you kind of feel that they are all telling the same
1: same idea kind yeah. of same. but yeah. not 100% but you yeah. can yeah. tell yeah. like actually they want to tell is same idea
0: yeah in a way they kind of like use the, the 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 characters are all kind of like maybe different position in the story but the characters always it's kind of like the same actor in a way right it's like yeah. the same yes. actor but maybe play different role <laughs> in a way yeah and so i kind of think that's I kind of feel that's true, especially when you look at Christianity In Christianity. You see the same cast almost of characters or actors almost and actresses, but they play different roles. Like some Mm -hmm. of them are like bad now all of a sudden and in other stories, they're kind of like good, but it's kind of like the same cast of characters, really. And I think in Christianity, what happened is that they have a very different definition of what it means to be human. Mm -hmm. Where in the other ancient religions, like in ancient China and ancient Egypt, they had a different understanding of human,
1: where Mm -hmm. the human
0: had to basically master the universe in order to survive, really, had to Mm -hmm. learn skills to survive. But when Christianity came around, it was more about what does the human do now with all this knowledge? And maybe humanity cannot have too much knowledge or it will basically destroy itself so uh, so christianity came after thousands of years of history and people kind of like having doubts about where do we go as humans now Mm -hmm. and that's why christianity is so different from all these other ancient religions because i believe the human changed basically after thousands of years and had different problems to deal with especially in the middle east it had different Mm -hmm. problems to deal with then and then the dragon didn't become so important anymore it was not so important anymore to have a good relationship with the universe and not to have a good relationship with the stars and with modern nature so the whole minds changed and that was good at the time I personally believe but now it got out of control and I do think we kind of need to bring the dragon back in a way
1: Ah, like come back
0: yeah, but, and that's kind of like what you're saying too, right? That the dragon is mm. kind of like coming back in Western culture. Like people are show dragon on their T-shirt or something like that because it looks cool. So I kind of feel people are, are feeling this, this need again. for Maybe we need to learn again from this dragon. Yes. We cannot just ignore it anymore. Yes. We've ignored it for 2,000 years. So mm. now we need to look at it back. And I kind of feel this is what is happening, really. But I kind of feel like people in Asia, they're also learning from Western culture in a way. They're also learning many new things from Western culture. They're using it in their culture without necessarily needing to give up on the dragon, really. Like, so I kind of Ooh. feel like we have to give up on it in order to grow in one way. And now we are meeting each other again, these two cultures, and like marrying together those ideas without necessarily needing to give up something. And I, I kind of yeah. think this is what is happening, really.
1: Mm. That, yeah, we, we kind of know more about said idea.
0: Yeah, in but a way, wow. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm. But I feel like Christianity, in
0: a way, is like what happens when... I kind of sometimes see Christianity as something that had to happen for humanity to get to the next level, really. Because... What happened in Christianity, is really interesting that everywhere you read stories about Christianity coming into being, you see stories of like the, the new Christians arriving in a land and banishing all the ancient gods and symbols from before, really. So it's all like they replace it with a new story, with a new mythology in a way. And for example, like in when Ireland... Uh, converted to Christianity. There's a story of like St. Patrick from St. Patrick's Day, of course, which is like a big holiday still in America. Uh, and St. Patrick, when he came to Ireland, what the first things he did was banish all the snakes. It's it. So when that Christian went to Ireland, the story is that he went to Ireland and he removed all the snakes and then it became Christian. Oh. But the funny thing is, there are no snakes in Ireland. It's too mm-hmm. north, too far up north. So mm-hmm. what, what does that story mean then, right? Like he go to a country where there are no snakes, but they still tell the story that he banished all the snakes. Well, the snakes are actually the, um, the, the uh, what the snakes really are, are the um, gods from before, the old gods that he banished, ah. the old priests. That is really what it means. So again, yes, the old power, basically. And Christianity wants to become the new power, the new story being told. Mm -hmm. And those
1: old have to go, really. Yeah, old God have to go. Yes, yes.
0: (laughs) And in the end, Christianity now is kind of like on the way back. Not completely. I don't think Christianity will disappear. But what I really believe now is happening is that there is a balancing again. The insights of Christianity... Are being mixed with the inside with the with the insights of the ancient world, which has not left, especially in Asia. I feel the ancient world was still very much alive in Asia when Christianity arrived there, pretty late, really, until the 18th, 19th century. The ancient world was still very much alive in China with ancient ideas. So now. The West, with Christianity, has to learn how to deal with that, really, how to deal with those ideas. Yeah.
1: Yeah, now it's complex.
0: It's very complex, and I really feel our time is probably one of the most complex times we've been in since Christianity came. I believe. Yeah. So when 2000 years Christianity come to being, we humans lived in a very difficult time in the Roman Empire. Basically, it was mm-hmm. a very confusing time with many different cultures coming and meeting and mixing. And I think this is exactly the, the same situation we are in now. And I feel this is why I think the dragon is also returning back into our culture on people's T-shirts, in the media, because for example, like on Game of Thrones, right? Like that popular show. Uh, mm-hmm. What? What? Well, one of the f- the most famous characters on that show was a girl who is supposed to become the queen, and she is the mother of dragons. So that really means that she is basically the dragon. She is supposed to rule, <laughs> and that is also coming back in, in uh, like wow. in, on our TVs. So I kind of feel, yeah, this is what is wow.
1: happening coming back from everywhere. Yes,
0: I kind of feel we are seeing the return of the dragon after 2000 years because we are kind of like in the same situation as 2000 years ago. So now we learned our lessons, I believe. And now we need to learn again from the idea of what is the dragon? What does it represent? And if the dragon represents the universe, that really means that we as humanity have to learn again to live together with a bigger universe. Mm. We come from a small universe where we are, like you say, where people think I am son of dragon, even though you are just one people and you live close to your farms. Now we live in a global community with the whole world connected. And now that dragon comes back. And the dragon is what I believe telling us in a sense, humanity needs to live together on a new level. As a community of the world, not as a, com- a small community of farmers in a little settlement, but as a community of the world, and that is why I believe
1: international. The- community. Yes, an international, international
0: community, and I really feel that's probably why the symbol of the snake comes back, the snake mm. is telling us new wisdom that we need to learn, we need yeah. to learn again become students again really that is what it really means.